Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Thank you. You know, this happens in my yoga classes. I walk in, I'm like, hello everyone. And no one says hi. I'm like, what the heck? Who am I teaching to? Who am I gonna guide? So thank you for speaking to me and being here today. Uh, From the last worship song to Giselle's beautiful words, you have led me. God has led me to this perfect moment, which is what I wanted to share with you all today. And that is, really committing yourself to God. And in a way that it's with this blind faith, it's with this knowing that no matter what's going on in your life, God is leading you and guiding you. And our little minds cannot conceptualize all that God does. How can we ever even think that we can fully understand why God allows things to happen, why things are happening. For if we really think about it, we only know our own world. And even that's limited because it's dictated mostly by the mind and the emotions. So I think back to my mom. She's very Catholic. I want to say the good ones, but she's, she's very Catholic. But she's a good one. She's a good one. I don't have the trauma stories. I'm grateful. <laughs> uh, but I remember uh, we were struggling uh, when my parents split up, and we were really going through a tough time. And I didn't understand why mom was always telling me, everything's okay. I know what God is doing. And she would say, I have this blind faith, this knowing within my soul. I'm like, you're crazy. I can see what's going on. You can't see. But now I can see because when you really commit yourself to God, you don't have to see with your eyes. Actually, the less you try to understand and the less you try to see with these physical eyes, the more you will really understand God's love for you. Because God does not reveal himself on your time, but on his time. We are all God's children. So when he's doing something, it's for the greater good. And sometimes that might mess up your little world. But we have to always trust and recommit ourselves to the knowing that God is guiding us, whatever that means to you, It means love is guiding you. So I want to challenge you today as we do the centering prayer to truly recommit yourself to this knowing. 
that you don't know and you may not understand, but you know that God is with you always. So let's find ourselves in this nice seated position. And I want you to try to have a tall spine. Most of the times we're slouching, but I want you to have a tall spine so that you can allow the shoulders to go back. And I want you to allow your palms to be open so the backs of the hands are down because I want you to open all of yourself up to receive all of God's love. We're gonna start by taking a deep breath. Take the most natural breath that you have. And now consciously focus on breathing through the diaphragm. Allow your belly to expand as you inhale, allowing this breath to travel up, allowing these shoulders to go back, and then gently exhaling, releasing it all. Bring focus to this breathing. Allow this breath to open you up, create space within yourself. And every time you exhale, we allow ourselves to go deeper within God's love, within God's embrace. We let go of the mind, let go of all those thoughts that are going in and out. Let go of the emotions that are arising. Allow bliss and peace to settle on you now. Allow the stillness to be the invitation you give to God, asking for his love, receiving his guidance by removing all of the ego, releasing the false self. Let go of what you've done in the past, let go of the things you've said. Don't focus on what's to come, but allow yourself to honor this moment by being present, by being connected. God is always with you, always holding your hand guiding you even when you feel the most alone the most unsure when you feel at your lowest point that's exactly where God is with you waiting for you to trust in him so you can both walk together as you lift yourself back up Release the notion of needing to do things on your own. Release the need to control. Allow God to guide you. Allow God to hold you, to love you, to remind you 
of who you truly are in this moment, in this life. For there are no mistakes. This journey is divinely guided with purpose. I want you to take another slow inhale, really filling up as you reach the top. Exhale by allowing the shoulders to come down. Unclench the jaw. Allow yourself to really surrender in this moment. To let go of all that you know. Allow God to speak to you. Allow him to fill you up. For there is no greater love than the love that God can give you. My friends, you are so loved. You are worthy. God gives you grace. He doesn't hold on to the things that you've done or the things that have happened. For he knows your heart. And the more that you open yourself up to it, the deeper you will know yourself and love will become your reflection. For at our core, that's who we all are. I want you to take another really slow breath, filling yourself up, really filling up. Take another breath, really fill up, fill up. And then release it all. I want you to now take a moment and notice how you are breathing, how you are feeling. Allow peace to settle on you, for it is your true state of being. And if you ever become unaligned, Come back to your breath, and God will be right there. At your own time, blink your eyes open. May peace and love always be with you. I love you all, Heartway, so much. Amen. So, you know, typically when I get up here, you, you get more of this, you know, big expression part of, of who I am. But I felt that there's no way for us to just teach a normal message. 
And so as I come to you, I felt that it'd be fitting for us as we try to process and digest everything that we just heard. And I came up with this title of Digestion of Love's Complexity. You see, love is the most undescribable or indescribable thing that we experience and truly experience whether we want to or not. Love is the most complex, tangible, intangible, emotion, non-emotion, feeling, motivator, debilitator, uplifter, or whatever you want to call it. You see, as I was starting to prepare for this message, I was trying to understand what, how to find the right adjective to be able to describe it. But you can't. You can't put love in a box just like you can't put God in a box because they both encompass all things. That to which compass all things cannot be fit within a box. As I was starting to prepare and I'm starting to understand like what love actually does to you. If we sit and think of some of the crazy things that we've done for love. I came up with this quote. It says, love makes you want to smile, scream, laugh, cry, fight for it, even die for it. It makes you want to live for it. It makes you want to run to it. It actually makes you want to run away from it. Sometimes it also just makes you want to just sit still in it. You see, it is something that you can see, but it is unseen. You can hear it, but it is also not audible. You can feel it, but you can't touch it. It reminds you of something, someone. First John 4.12 says, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. So during this time, we could be asking ourselves, where is God in all of this? Why didn't he answer particular prayers? Why didn't he just make a way for things to be able to happen the way we want to? The key is it's not always about what we want, but it is for God to be able to do the things that he needs to be able to do. God loves us way too much to shield us from the pain of love. Because if he did, how could we truly appreciate the joy of love? Romans 8.39 says, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. And that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. One of the things that we have to be able to understand is how to trust God. Trust God is easy when things are going right because we're like, boom, high five, God. That's it. That's right where we want to be. Right. But for some reason, we get this amnesia. When things get tough about how to trust God. 
we forget and it's like, where are you? What happened? Why aren't you doing something when all the while God is trying to tell you to be still, to be at peace? Rest in me the way you rested in me when things were going well. Rest in me the way in me the way when things were going exactly the way you had asked for. When I answer that prayer, rest and trust in me because I love you. I am your father. We we try to understand, well, what position, where are you at? Where, what's going on? I start to think that God's position is kind of like chess. If any of you have played chess or like to play chess, you understand that it is truly a mind game. You're trying to understand the next pieces and how to step, where to go, how to move, and playing the other person's steps and moves ahead of you. Trying to see all and be all in that moment and decide what's your next move. God is that. God sometimes take up the role of the pawn. The pawn is typically when you start the board is right in front of the king and the queen. So that pawn moves, goes ahead and kind of lays the pathway for you to be able to take the next step, for you to be able to understand where you're supposed to go. It kind of serves as the GPS of where your life is meant to be because all you have to simply do is follow the footsteps. Then sometimes God says, I'm not going to be the pawn right now. I am going to be kind of like the queen for the queen can go in all kinds of angles and not limited in the direction to which she can move. But she's right there beside you. God says, I'm standing there holding your hand for you to understand that I am stepping as you step. I am running as you run. I am moving as you move. I am right there. I have not left you. And I never will. I will be there right beside you. I will cry a tear for every tear that you drop. I will drop 10 because my heart breaks more because I understand it can see it. And I felt this already because I knew it. So if I knew it and I see it, I can tell you that you will be okay. I am protecting you right beside you. Or maybe God is playing the position of something like the rook that can go up or down, but maybe he's just at your backside. He's protecting you. God's leading you from behind. And for us, and if we can be a little bit honest, it's probably the most scariest position that we find God in. Because we are charged with doing something. We are charged with believing and trusting that we can hear his leadership from behind, that if we fall, he's going to be right there to pick us back up and keep walking us. He's pushing us along so that way we can find and build our confidence so that way when things like this happen in our lives, we can turn back and see that he's right there with us. Don't ever think that he is not in position. Don't ever think that he's not right where he's supposed to be. Don't ever think that this moment right here is a failure or something that I just didn't do right or the other person just didn't do right. It's not just about that. 
God is saying, this is my will, not because I don't want to see you guys together, but I want to see you both happy and healthy. All the times that may not make sense to us. I came across this quote while preparing for this message by Stormy Omartian. It says, it's not about finding ways to avoid God's judgment and feeling like a failure if you don't do everything perfectly. It's about fully experiencing love and letting it perfect you. It's not about being somebody you are not. It's about being who you truly are. As we sit and we meditate and try understand and digest everything that we have heard and, and trying to see between the good and the bad, you have to be able to understand how to take in the good and let go of the bad. Retain the nutrients because the sustenance that we need is in the nutrients. Within those nutrients, it helps us to grow. It helps build character. It helps us to have strength. It helps us and gives us resilience, resilience for the trial now or the endurance to be able to fight the next one. Know that you find just like Pastor Danny, he sees all of the wonderful things and the memories and stuff like that. That is good nutrients. In the baddest things or the worst things that happen in our life, we have to be able to see those nutrients to be able to receive it. Because otherwise, we'll get this thing and we'll just flush it all out, the good and the bad. But the good is what we are meant to retain. The bad is to what teaches us about how to appreciate the good. So over this past weekend, I was been praying and talking with Pastor Danny I had wrote this, I had wrote a um, uh, title and started to write a message about a year ago. And I talked it over with him then about that message. It was probably about a year and a half ago. And I told him what it was and I told him the title. And I don't necessarily know if he liked the title because the title was called Poop It All Out. The premise behind poop it all out is the stuff that you go through. You guys, you, huh? I know, but, <laughs> but I had to tell them like, like it, I'm going to get there. You got to poop it all out. Everybody is concerned about the word poop. <laughs> the, the crap you go through. <laughs> Oh, it gets better. It gets. I couldn't just leave you guys heavy hearted when we leave here. Come on now. You guys know me better than that. You guys know me better than that. We love them to the pieces and ain't nothing going to stop it. Right. So I'm me. I can't be anybody but me. So the crap you go through is and was never meant to stay inside of you. Right. I'm going to quote the right. The, the, <laughs> I'm going to quote the, the wise theologian Jay-Z in, in saying, um, what you eat don't make me defecate. 
What you do, what you take in is not going to determine what comes out of me. Right. So all of the crap that you receive and, you know, you experience through life, it is not all meant to just stay and reside in you because that can be harmful. What you need is just the nutrients and let the rest of the crap go. So as you sit and meditate on that porcelain throne, (laughs) (laughs) understanding what your right move, what the right word to say. You have to let go of any reservations. You have to let go of any regret. You can flush out all those emotions that don't serve you well, knowing that God is right there in the right position. As we try to understand this, as Pastor Danny says, I want you to do something. If you don't take nothing else from my message, I want you to do something. No judgment. Just love. No comments on social media, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, or any other space. Only compassion. Lead with love and compassion. No condemnation. Just simply comfort. You ask God sometimes, how can I be like you? What do you want me to do? He says, love like me. Just love. Love unconditionally, love without restraint, just love for both of them. Pray for them. Pray for their their hearts and their minds and their spirits and how they mentally understand and navigate through this. Pray for them. That's how you be there for them. Give them the hugs when they need that hug. Give them that smile. Take them out to lunch. Take them to go. Just have fun. Take them in your prayer room and let them just be there with you spiritually. So that way they can feel the love. That's how we be just like God. As the band or the worship team starts to come up, I want to be able to tell you guys that love is complex. It is the the thing that we desire the most that we want and don't want that we want to feel, but at some point in time, we ask that I just don't want to feel that anymore. Find the root of your love. He is there waiting for you, playing the position that he needs to be in at the right time. I've said it before, God is the greatest seamstress in the world. He takes a second, a moment, an event, and time, and weave it together for the perfect tapestry of your life. So understand how to just rest. 1 John 4.16 says, And so... We know and rely on the love of God. 
the love God has for us. You see, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them.